0: Hello and welcome to the universe I'm your host Peter Cleary and each week I'll be guiding you through everything you need to know about starting at the University of Adelaide with the help from some very special guests your place is here your time is now let's find out how to make it happen We acknowledge and pay our respects to the Ghana people, the traditional custodians whose ancestral lands we gather on, and the land on which the University of Adelaide's campuses at North Terrace, Waite and Roseworthy are located. We acknowledge the deep feelings of attachment and relationship of the Ghana people to country, and we respect and value their past, present, and ongoing connection to the land and cultural beliefs. Hello and welcome to the universe it is your host Peter Cleary back again for another episode of our wonderful podcast and today we are exceptionally lucky to have Dr Aaron Humphrey guesting Uh, and today he's going to talk to us about digital humanities and his absolutely wonderful subject which is called superheroes cinema and comics so welcome Dr Humphrey.
1: Hi thanks Peter great to have uh, be on the show.
0: All right, so to get started, I'd love you to maybe introduce yourself and talk a little bit about how you ended up at the University of Adelaide teaching this particular subject.
1: Yeah, well, so my name's Aaron. I'm a lecturer in the Department of Media and Digital Communities. So I did my PhD at the University of Adelaide starting all the way back in 2012. Before that, I worked in the media industry in California, doing a variety of things, Uh, public relations, event management, graphic design, uh, video production. I've been on film sets in Hollywood, I've been blogging uh, my travels around the world, and uh, eventually ended up uh, at Adelaide, where my research has mostly been in uh, comics, graphic novels, comic strips, uh, visual communication of all kinds. So. In the classes that I teach at the University of Adelaide, I kind of draw on both those fields of expertise, so media production, as well as an understanding of uh, visual communication and how that kind of creates really interesting forms of discussion and communication, um, on, you know, on a local level, but also looking at uh, kind of transcultural communication, so how visual designs from one culture get reinterpreted, other cultures and how things like emoji and memes and things like that travel across a whole bunch of different contexts through uh, the magic of the internet.
0: I did not know that you worked in Hollywood. That's kind of impressive. I love that you've come from Hollywood to, um, I guess, Adelaide, which I like to call a big country town. And <laughs> it's, um, I guess, a lot more of a smaller scale than what I'm picturing Hollywood would have been
1: like. Well, that's true. Um, I like it a lot better in Adelaide. I'm not a car person, and you've got to have a car to get around uh, LA. It's a lot of sitting in traffic. You know, there's some amazing creative people that live there, but Italy. it's um, I, I'm much happier in Adelaide. The beaches are cleaner. <laughs> uh, but the uh, the wine country is closer, uh, and so we have true. plenty of creative people working here as well. So, so it's true. a very really nice place to uh, to live and work.
0: I have read somewhere that we have about two hundred cellar doors within a fifty kilometer radius of our CBD, and I don't know many places in the world where you could say the same, except maybe France.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a lovely place. We've got. Uh, Uh, the Barossa, of course, but um, Clarendale, Adelaide Hills, the Kunawara, all so close.
0: Absolutely. We're very Uh, lucky. You've mentioned that um, you lecture, obviously, for the the media department and Mm -hmm. that you do focus on that digital humanities. Are you able to break that down a little bit and and tell us about what digital humanities kind of covers and what what it means?
1: Yeah. Um, So, Peter, digital humanities is... uh, well, look. I always start out by explaining that there's a, there's a website you can go to. That's I think it's digitalhumanities.org. And every time you refresh the page, it gives you a different description of what digital humanities is, taken from a different person. Yeah. And let's just say that it's a it's a really diverse field. In like the United States and in the UK, it's been recognized as an active, academic discipline for a lot longer than it has been here in Australia. And it's developed in some different ways um, in in different locations. I guess fundamentally it's using uh, digital tools to uh, ask and answer uh, typical humanities questions, uh, so to understand culture, to understand history, to understand the ways that people relate to each other and what it means to be human. Uh, And it's also using some humanities methods which are often interested, you know, humanities is interested in uh, qualitative questions a lot of the time. So, um, you know, what are the qualities that create the the kinds of communication and culture and relationships that we have around us? Um, these aren't things that can be broken down into numerical values usually and expressed on a spreadsheet. And of course, digital means, uh, means numerical, right? So um, digital technologies are all about you know, you can have really large data sets that, that you know, describe things like photos and videos and, uh, and text and all these kinds of things. But ultimately, the, when it comes right down to it, you're talking about uh, numerical representation of data, which is something that's uh, actually quite different from the sort of epistemological or ways of making knowledge that the humanities are accustomed to. So humanities research is typically about uh, talking to people, uh, face-to-face research, being immersed in texts, in in books, uh, visiting archives, um, and it's about this kind of experiential thing. So there's a really interesting kind of vision when you get uh, digital technologies and humanities methods and ways of knowing and thinking about the world coming up against each other and i think that for humanities researchers um, we tend to be more critical uh, about using digital tools than other disciplines might be so maths or sciences uh, or engineering where you're looking at digital tools and going what can we do and from a humanities perspective you're probably asking questions like, why would I do this? What does it mean to be in a society that, you know, organizes itself using these kinds of tools? So there's kind of a really interesting combination when you are looking at digital tools to uh, ask and answer humanities questions, but also using humanities methods and epistemologies to examine uh, kind of the, digit, the production of knowledge using digital tools. So it's it's a really fruitful and interesting place to be at uh, as an academic. Discipline. I think the other side of that is that of course we're moving increasingly towards a we'll call it you know, a digital future. Right? There's lots of jobs that almost exclusively involve sitting in front of a computer and and working with digital tools. And one thing is that digital humanities classes and the courses that we're doing uh, aim to do is to help people be able to use a, a variety of digital tools, even if they're not uh, really interested in uh, programming or computer engineering, that kind of thing. But we're trying to help people have literacies to be able to use a whole variety of digital tools to be uh, to be ready to go out and use those in any number of careers, while also being able to uh, kind of apply a you know, critical and kind of creative and productive uh, approach to being able to use those tools in the workplace. So uh, it's definitely a kind of degree that is aimed at helping students be able to uh, solve the problems of the future Uh, and go out into the workforce with uh, a lot of interesting projects already under their belt uh, and a lot of skills that are in demand from employers as well.
0: Absolutely. And I guess that feeds really well into that particular subject that you're teaching at the moment, the superhero cinema and comics. It's giving those questions and using uh, those digital technologies in, I guess, a really progressive way and looking at um, as pop culture in that respect in, under a microscope.
1: Yeah, that's right. So the, the Superhero Cinema and Comics course is um, a brand new course that we're going to be teaching in uh, semester two this year. And I'm kind of ex- excited about the subject because it's a lot of fun to look at superhero movies. I was going to
0: say, comics. the title, uh, I wouldn't even know it existed and the title makes me excited. I might show up to some of your classes yeah. to see what's going on.
1: Please do, please do. Um, so, it's, so the course itself is going to be fun. Um, but part of what we're doing with the course is trying to um, look at movies and comics, these popular texts, um, from really new kind of cutting-edge angles. One of the things that's interesting about comic books and about the recent superhero movies that have kind of come out over the last 10 years uh, is that they're incredibly interconnected. Right. So there's a lot of the kind of almost what you would call hypertext fiction in, in a sense that uh, what happens in a superhero comic often connects to you know, what's happened in 20 other comic books. And you can look at the way a character or a plot or setting has evolved um, over a long period of time. They, they, there's a sort of meta level of interconnectedness. And that's bled over into especially the Marvel superhero movies uh, over the last few years where you have things like, you know, the Infinity War movie where you're bringing in all these different characters um, and kind of resolving all these plot lines.
0: Yeah, that was the example that was going through my head. I mean, you can't watch Infinity War without watching Captain Marvel and things like that. They're all so interconnected and so interwoven. It's amazing.
1: Right. So what you have is this, this kind of storytelling that goes beyond an individual text. Um, and that's true of a lot of, you know, that's not a new way of telling stories. You, know, you can look back at the Bible, does the same thing. Lots of, uh, you know, myths and legends, um, even, you know, Cervantes and Don Quixote as a kind of meta level where there's stories that are about other stories. So that's not really a new way, but it's interesting that these are extremely popular texts that are really um, that refer to a lot of other popular culture texts um, in very explicit ways. You, know, you have issue numbers. You have you know this movie is continued in this other movie, um, and you have the comics and the films uh, influencing each other. So, um, you know, before the Guardians of the Galaxy movie came out, the Guardians of the Galaxy the comic books. Was a particular team that didn't look that much like the one that was in the movie. And mm-hmm. then after the movie came out, that team changed and it looked, you know, it was almost exactly the same as what had been in the movie. And then as more time went on, they changed out members and things like that. And now it's been quite a while since there's been Cardi- the Galaxy movie, and there's been hundreds, dozens of issues of comic that have come out, um, which you know, they refer to each other in kind of different ways, even though they're set in different universes. Yeah. So there's a lot of ways to look at comics that are different than how you would look at classic literature. You certainly can look at them in the same way where you're doing what's called a close reading um, or a comparative analysis between two texts. There's lots of ways that students might be familiar with looking at texts from English classes or kind of conventional film studies classes that you can apply to comics and superhero films as well. And we're going to be doing a little bit of that in this class. Some of the other things that we're going to be doing, though, uh, involve using digital tools to try and create uh, additional layers of meaning and understanding out of these films. So, doing things like uh, creating um digital annotations of the film so breaking it apart and going what's happening scene by scene minute by minute in each of the movies and if you line that up over the course of you know a whole series of films what does that tell you how can you use digital tools to chart what's going on uh, with different characters of the course of the movie with the way uh, language is used with the way different filmmaking techniques are used Um, we can use digital tools to be able to um, do what's called uh, a distant reading of these films and comics. So to be able to look at uh, their features and qualities in aggregate, which means basically uh, looking at how those things relate to a whole bunch of texts uh, at once rather than looking at you know, individual scenes or individual panels, uh, going, zooming way back, And going, what's actually going on here? And we'll be doing things like crowdsourcing people's responses to the film, so seeing how audiences react uh, to the movies, how those reactions affect other people's reactions. We'll be looking at what are the most memeable parts of the films, for example, Um, and we'll be looking at the way all these things are interlinked together. things like data visualization, uh, sentiment analysis. Uh, We'll be working with spreadsheets. We'll be working with uh, APIs, which is an application programming interface, to be able to pull out all those connections and kind of do a deep dive into what's going on here. So, what I think what it will do for people who are interested in these kinds of popular culture texts is give you some new ways to understand them. Um, And, even if you're not that interested in these texts, what it's going to do is give you a wide range of tools to help you be able to understand uh, any kind of popular culture um, or culture at, at any level. Um, so we're going to be doing things that you don't normally do in a humanities class. We'll be doing a little bit of programming. We'll be working with databases. Um, We'll be working with uh, some kind of bespoke apps that we've made to be able to do some of this work. So it's going to be a really exciting class. We really look forward to it.
0: It sounds so interesting. I just love the idea of combining something that is so pop culture and has such a strong influence on um, people as a, a culture and a society and then breaking it down with using that technology and using that digital side of things to, to find new. Questions and get new answers for all of these different things. It sounds so interesting.
1: Yeah, I think um, you know it's. This is the first time we've run this course, so it's going to be a a little bit of a test run. uh, But we're going to, I think, find some really, uh, really interesting kinds of things, and this is a chance for students to kind of be part of uh, some groundbreaking work in terms of. I don't think a class has been run quite this way before. this is going to be new in terms of teaching and provide some new opportunities for research as well. So, um, it's a, it's an open elective class. Anybody can enroll in it. Actually. Um, it's a level one, so we'll get people kind of in on the ground floor.
0: Um, I'll probably be in the front row. Let's be honest. It's going to happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a tutorial with about 80 people in it. So, oh, wow. Yeah. We were going to all do it in a lecture theater. The idea is everybody would be watching a film together in the same space like we would in, yeah. uh, in a movie theater, but, with COVID, that's not possible. Um, yeah. So it'll be running mostly online, which allows us to be a little bit flexible with some things. Yeah. And it's a class that I think is going to translate very well to being able to, to be run online. So we'll see. Amazing. We'll see how that goes, yes.
0: Do you have a particular part of this subject that you've developed that you are the most excited about? Is there... Um, one thing in particular that you feel is really going to resonate with the students that you're teaching?
1: Well, one thing that's going to be um, interesting is we'll be looking at things like um, I'll give you an example of something. Uh, we're looking at the, um, the Black Panther movie. Um, and yep. of course that's based on the Black Panther comic books. But a lot of the film is uh, referencing the Black Panther uh, movement from Uh, The 60s and a really interesting thing about the comic and about the the Black Panthers was that they kind of came out roughly the same time there's there's some controversy about uh, whether the comic the name of the comic was influenced by the name of the Black Panthers the radical group and most historians say that it wasn't but Even so, they're kind of drawing on the early comics from the 60s are drawing on some of the same um, influences and some of the same things that were happening that the Black Panthers, the radical group, were responding to. So we'll be looking at, uh, in addition to looking at the film and looking at the the Marvel comics, we'll be looking at uh, the pamphlets that were put out by the Black Panthers at that time, many of which had comics in them, um, that were quite different from you know what was going on in uh, the Marvel comic books, but at the same time they're using some of the same devices and we'll be able to look at uh, this art that was developed by um, it's, I mean, it's kind of revolutionary art in some ways and it's reflected in the movie. So you have that uh, intersection between you know really commercial pop culture and also uh, for the time, really radical revolutionary uh, ideas about you know, society and race uh, and culture that were going on uh, in that uh, that kind of explosive counterculture of the time, which is, I think, really resonant to what's going on uh, right now in society with uh, with Black Lives Matter and all of that. So we'll be looking at at that and how that's, those inspirations of the the Black Panther film, and how it has intersected with the Black Panther comic book going
0: forward. Wow. I I feel like these students are going to be very, very lucky to have someone as passionate as you getting involved in this particular topic. I mean, just from chatting to you today, I can tell it's definitely something that's, I guess, a a passion project or a pet interest for you as well. So um, having somebody to kind of lead them in this charge of this new research is going to be really impressive.
1: Thanks, Uh been, I think it's going to be a lot of fun and I think the students will get a lot of out, of it, out of it and I'm certainly looking forward to
0: Amazing.
1: engaging with them in the course.
0: For sure. So I guess just to finish up, um, I don't think students, prospective students are going to need much of um, an encouragement to get into something like digital humanities. It definitely has its own draw card. But if you were to offer advice to people who were thinking about getting involved at university and getting involved into, I guess, the idea of digital humanities. um, Is there anything in particular that you'd want them to know? Any advice that you feel like you'd be able to part with for them?
1: Well, I think that, I mean, I would encourage people who have any kind of interest at all in digital communication or uh, employment in the future to really think about Participating in the digital humanities courses and the digital humanities major that we have set up, um, I think this is crucial. You know, we're going through, we're still going through a huge change in terms of the way that society is organized and the way that we communicate with ourselves or with each other. Um, and the, dig- the digital revolution is not going to stop; it's going to keep going uh, going faster. So. Having a critical understanding of what's actually going on, Uh, you know, what's going on behind the curtain with the kinds of software and hardware that we use. And also being able to have the skills to be able to, you know, work with computer programs, uh, to be able to set up websites, write software, um, do some programming when it's needed, I think is really, really important uh, for today's students. I think that you have to have a cross disciplinary approach and that means learning uh, humanities, which is extremely important. Uh, if we're to kind of maintain the values that have been so important for human society um, and also to be able to transform and rethink those values to create a society that's you know more just and democratic going forward. I think, Humanities is really important for that. But we also have to be able to uh, use and interpret uh, data that comes from digital software. So I think it's crucial for students of today. I also think it's crucial for people who are looking at being employed outside of university uh, to be able to learn and use these technical skills uh, is incredibly important. And what we do, is different than the kind of technical training you might get at TAFE where you're going to learn to use a particular program. What we do in the digital humanities courses is teach you how to understand the way a type of program works. So you'll learn how to use different kinds of graphics programs so that you have an understanding of how they work. But we're not going to train you on step by step. This is how you go through to do one thing in one program, which is going to change in a year. So what we're trying to give people is a a deeper understanding of the fundamental principles behind the kinds of software that you're going to encounter in almost every job that uses digital media, which is just about everything. I think these are work-ready skills that we're helping students to develop.
0: Uh, Well, thank you so much for your time today, Dr Humphrey. I really appreciate you being able to have a chat to all of our future students that are listening. Um, So thank you very, very much for your time.
1: It's been a pleasure.
0: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Universe. Catch us next week for more information about the University of Adelaide.